Hey there, friend. Welcome to Online Courses Made Easy. I'm your host, Robin Kent, and I am thrilled you are here with me. Do you find yourself with a head full of course ideas and content only to feel overwhelmed when it's time to transform that knowledge into a profitable online course, navigate the course technology, and craft a clear launch strategy? No worries, because this podcast is designed just for you. I'll guide you in mastering the art of organizing and delivering your course content for student success, creating launch strategies that draw in your dream students, and setting up systems that make learning a breeze. So go grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's dive in and simplify the world of online courses. Hey friend, I hope you are doing so well today. Oh my goodness, I'm over here in Louisiana and it's chilly. It is a cold one. We are at 45 degrees and that's chilly for us. So I think later this week it's going to get up a little bit warmer again, but just chilly and drizzly and all the things that I was like, perfect day to do podcasting, right? So, all right, what I have for you today are five things not to do before you launch a digital product or your digital course. These are five things you do not want to catch yourself doing. If you've done them in the past, if you have, you know, skipped over things and things like that, this is the time you're going to want to take some notes and go, okay, I cannot forget that next time. (laughs) Okay. So, And forgive me, I kind of have a hoarse voice, I believe, today, you know, goes along with the weather and all this stuff, but I'm excited to be here with you guys. So, all righty. So number one is skipping that market research. Actually, one of my members over in my Facebook group, she just did a market research and she figured out (laughs) in time that she had to delay the building of her course because she did market research and learned that she needed to go in and tweak some things in her modules, that she needed to go and change up some things, that she was hoping (laughs) to actually launch over in January. But she's like, I'm not really sure that's going to happen because I'm back to the drawing board of figuring out exactly if what direction I need to go and what I need to cover. So I don't want you to fall in the trap of thinking you have this fabulous idea and going all out because I'm sure it is a 100% fabulous idea. But the thing is, When we stop and do market research, sometimes we learn and we figure out that one, we might not need to include all of the different pieces, or two, we might learn that we do need to include different pieces so that they get the concept. Because, you know, I mean, building a course is typically based on something that you know really well. And you, it's hard sometimes to stop and realize what other people, what base knowledge they do have or they don't have. So when you do the market research, then you're able to get a clearer picture of what you could do to 
not have to deal with some of those discrepancies there. So that's number one. Number two, neglecting a clear value proposition. Don't overlook the importance of a clear value proposition. What exactly does that mean? A value proposition. That means that what sets you apart from the others that are doing similar things to you? If you're a health coach, what are you doing differently of why they should come choose your course or your program or whatever you have over Uh, Laura's down the street. So you have to figure out what you have to make sure that in your messaging, you are very clear and make them understand how you do things. Maybe it's that you are there to, you know, make them very comfortable and help them ease into it. Or maybe your personality is you are just straightforward. You're going to give it to them black and white. You're going to explain to them exactly how it is. There's no BS and it's just so straightforward. Those could be some different ways to handle it, you know, or it could be the way that you actually, you know, help clients in health coaching. Do you do it with intermittent? fasting? Do you do it with, you know, macros and counting things? Or do you have something completely different that you have found that works for you and or your clients? So you have to create a very clear, distinct situation of why you are different than the other people. You can be so different than someone else and you know that you have the most amazing solution. You can have the clients that have told you in the past that you made it so simple, you made it so easy. But if you don't add that to your marketing content or make that to part of your brand while you're out there building your audience and stuff for your course, then you are doing yourself a disservice and you're going to not be able to get as many people in if you have not communicated that value. Okay. Number three, overcomplicating the content creation. Okay. This kind of goes back to what I was talking about with the first one is that we don't want to overcomplicate the creation. We want to keep it simple and focus. And I can tell you this firsthand because I am a very Um, what can I say? Detailed girl, like one of my best friends, when I go to tell her a story and I say, okay, uh, long story short, she was like, yeah, okay, maybe not because I like to give all the details and I love to maybe set up the scene and I love to make sure they understand the full picture. I want to paint this very vivid picture for them so that they understand the story I'm telling. Okay. I've definitely gotten better, but it is definitely (laughs) fault of mine. So even I found myself when I was creating my own content that I was trying to get too much into the weeds. I was getting too much into the details in some areas. And so it was where it could be overwhelming to people. And when I did my market research and I brought it to some people that are like, you're my potential client. Like, what do you think about this? And they're like, Robin, that's just way too much. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Thank you. Thank you. So then before I sent it out to other people and started marketing it, I figured out that I needed to keep it simple and I needed to keep it focused. I created a roadmap. I stuck to it. And then I went from there to actually see what were other people still asking for after they came through the course? What kind of questions did they still have unanswered? And that helped me know that balance of that content creation. All right, that's number three. Number four, do not forget to do a founder's testing or beta testing. Don't skip this phase, okay? Because yes, you can do your market research. Yes, you can do all of this beforehand, but you want to give yourself the peace and the comfort along with letting other clients actually come in through a beta testing phase. What this means is that you would bring together usually a small group of testers. Typically, they still pay for you to go through this. And it's going to be usually maybe limited spots. It's going to usually be at a lower price point than what you're going to normally do. And you're going to get to do like a run through. It's kind of like putting together a play or putting together some act of something. You get to practice it. You get to do a run through. And so in beta testing, you don't want to skip over this because it can help you figure out not only your content, but also the way the people need you to teach it, maybe the way you deliver it. In my Facebook group, I've actually been having a conversation over there with a number of the members in there. It's my free Facebook group. So if you want to come join us in on conversations, please find the link in my show notes and come join us over there. It's online courses made easy. And we would love to have you over there. But over there, we had a conversation on if you like self-paced courses or if you like a live like group coaching course. And I had people speak up and go, no, I love self-paced course. Like, you know, no, I am a busy mom and or I am a mom and I work nine to five and I just I have to do it when I have time to do it they were totally okay that they did not have that accountability that you get in a live group. Where on the other hand, we had other people talking about just the exact thing, that they love the live group because they want to be part of a group. They want to be part of other people going through it at the same time. They want to have a structure of a schedule to be able to do it. They may be also, you know, working nine to five, but they like having those modules for this week or these two weeks and then moving on to module two, but doing it together. I love that situation. So when you do a beta testing, then you can test those things out to see which one works. Because one of the things I work with my clients on is that you have to create courses or digital products that match your personality, that match your business style. What is it? Why are you thinking of creating a digital product? 
Are you thinking about creating it so it can be evergreen in the background and you can keep doing whatever else you're doing? Or do you want to be part of it with your clients and really work hands-on with them? Again, that goes back to your value proposition and explaining the difference that you might be versus someone else who has the same type of content. Okay, number five, under do not, make sure you do not do this, underestimate marketing and promotion, all right? Don't underestimate that you need to do this, all right? I had a, a friend and a client of mine who has an amazing course. She has done the beta testing. She had great results from that. She had great feedback from it. She put all of these pieces in place, but when it came to marketing and promoting herself, and she has a email, you know, list that she nurtures, that knows exactly what she does and how she helps them, but that's it. She has not really put herself out there into whatever platform you want to market yourself on, whatever platform your audience is on, you have to make sure that you're going to be able to get out there and let them know what you have. And again, going back to letting them know what your value proposition is, and you know, what stands apart, letting them know what is going to take part in your course or in your digital product. You have to get out there and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. Maybe get on other people's podcast and talk about it. Maybe you have your own podcast and you need to talk about it on your own podcast. So there's so many different ways. Of course, email marketing is definitely one of the foundations in the way of marketing and building that email list and getting them in there and all of those things and letting them know in that community what is going on. But there's so many other places. You're going to think, oh my gosh, these people are going to get tired of me talking about this. But guess what? The people who follow you on social or the people who listen to your podcast they probably don't listen to every single episode. They probably do not see every single post on social media. They probably do not watch all of your YouTube videos or read all of your blog posts or all of your emails. So it's okay to repeat yourself over and over and over again. Okay, so you want to make sure that you do not do these five things when you are ready to launch your digital product or your digital course, because you're going to shoot yourself in the foot and you're not going to set yourself up for success. You want to, you've put all of this work together and putting all, uh, taking your ideas out of your head, putting it together in whatever form or fashion that you are. So you want to make sure to do this. So let's recap. Okay. Number one is do not skip that market research. Make sure you go out there and ask potential clients, maybe your biz bestie who could be a possible ideal client or who may have been, you know, months ago or years ago, they can help you figure out if 
what you are putting together is actually what your audience needs. Okay. Number two was do not neglect clarifying your value proposition. Make sure you let other people know how you are, how you stand apart, how you communicate, how you deliver your course. Make sure that they know that and not just what the course is about. Number three was overcomplicating the content creation. Keep it simple. Keep it focused. All right. Stick to it. If you have too much knowledge in your head, maybe you have two courses in your head. Maybe you need to break it up so that your client or your potential student can actually get a win at the end and not feel overwhelmed. Number four was do not ignore the beta testing or founders testing so that you can have that chance to do a test run so that you can have a chance to have a rehearsal (laughs) at this whole process of putting something together. Okay, do not forget to do that. And lastly, number five was do not underestimate the difference and the value of marketing and promoting yourself. Don't be shy. Don't be too humble and not go out there and tell people about this amazing thing you have because God has given you this skill and this talent and you're not to hide it. You're there to go and shine and share it with others so that you can bless them with the knowledge that you have. Okay. All right. I hope that you found this helpful. And I have to remind you, if you want to get in conversation about topics like this or anything around building a digital product or digital course, come hop on over into our Facebook group. It's online courses made easy. You can find the link in my show notes, or you can find it at robinkent.com forward slash community. We would love to have you come over there. Just know that I need you to answer the two questions before you come in. And that is to help serve you even better when you come into the group. So please just take a moment, fill those two out, and we will get you in there so you can start having conversations with us. All right. I hope you have a great day. I hope you are staying warm where you are, and I will talk to you next week. Hey, friend, thanks so much for listening to the Online Courses Made Easy podcast today. I sure hope it helped get your wheels turning and believing that you too can create a profitable online course. If you ever have any questions or want to dig deeper into navigating your course creation journey, then make sure to come join me and other course creators over in the community on Facebook, where we are all on the same journey of building that online course to grow our business and have more time freedom with our families. Go to robinkent.com forward slash community so that you can build, launch, and deliver the online course you can't stop thinking about. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Have a great week.